Before we get into a fantastic recap of Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, I just wanted to call attention to an important cause I'd like you all to be aware of. On August 4th, there was an explosion in Beirut, Lebanon. Over 200 people were killed by the explosion, including 10 first responders. Adela Siri from Big Brother Canada, who has family and friends personally affected by the tragedy, has set up a fundraiser to help support the families of the first responders to help them grieve with loss and provide basic necessities. I will post a link in the show notes, and if you can, please share and donate. As you all know, I am very proud of my Brazilian and Latinx identities. What you may not know is that I am also a quarter Lebanese. And while I am not as knowledgeable or aware of that aspect of my cultural identity, it is still a part of me that I feel connected to. Our hearts are with Beirut and Lebanon. Welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. It is me, Wendy Wu. Just kidding. It's me, Felipe, and I'm here with a lovely, lovely guest, Taekwondo master herself, Andrea Rios. Hi. Oh my God. I feel so like special. I'm a Taekwondo master now. That's yeah. Fantastic. It's not the same martial arts form as in Wendy Wu, but uh, you know your martial arts. Yeah, I can relate. Exactly. So do you want to give a quick background on your experience with Wendy Wu? Um, yeah, I'll start out talking about like my experience with Taekwondo and why I liked Wendy Wu because that's like a main reason. So I actually I started with American Karate and then I switched over to American Taekwondo because my studio got closed, which is sad. So I switched over when I was like a purple belt. So that's about in the middle of the process. And I did Taekwondo slash karate for six years. And I got my, I started when I was eight and then I got my first degree black belt when I was 14. And I looked up when the movie came out and it came out like a little bit before I started. I think I saw the movie after I'd started though. Yeah. So it's, it was super cool to see a movie that's kind of about it. I like how the main character is a woman because, you know, I can totally relate to that because I feel like if you think of Karate Kid, that's the other movie I loved watching that was about karate and the main character, Daniel, is a guy. So it was nice to see a woman being portrayed doing that. And it's the generations of women. And it's kind of like how a lot of my friends who did ice skating loved Ice Princess. You just love watching movies that are your interests. So that's a main reason why Wendy Wu was one of my favorite Disney Channel original movies. Yeah, no, this is a great time. I really enjoyed rewatching it. Um, I remember watching it when I was younger, and it was fantastic television then, too. Yes, um, I rewatched it, it two days ago, and it was great. And it, I didn't remember, like, a lot of parts. I was like, oh, wow, I'm surprised I didn't remember, like, specific scenes. I remembered, uh, like, key specific scenes, but a lot of the stuff, like, I kind of forgot everything about. Like, I remembered all the teachers becoming, like, training her. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't have told you who the villain was. I just remembered. Oh, I completely forgot who the villain was. I knew it was like a guy, but I forgot like the different forms. Yeah. And then when they, we'll get into it, but when the history teacher, Mr. Medina was possessed, I thought that's when she like, she fought all the people. So I, it was yeah. really a fun time to revisit. So yeah, this movie came out in 2006. Um, on the Wikipedia page, it has three genres, fantasy, Kung Fu and Magical Girl. 
Is that a genre? It's a subgenre of Japanese fantasy light novels, manga, anime, and video games, which features girls who use magic or possess magical powers. That's so cool. I didn't even know that was a genre. It, uh, same here. I I just found out. Um, And apparently there was supposed to be a sequel that began filming in... That makes me so disappointed. 2008, but then it was canceled. So it was like filming. Oh my God, that sucks. I feel like they would have done a really, like there's so many ways they could have gone with- I'm here for the sequel in 2020 though. Yes. Brenda Song needs to come out with a sequel. She really does. She's like succeeding though. She's on, she was on Dollface, right? Um, Yeah. We're not going to talk about the low point of her life when she started dating Macaulay Culkin. Oh my God. Yeah. I always forget that they're dating. Are they still dating? Yes. I looked that up while I was watching the movie. I was like, is Brenda Song still dating Macaulay Culkin? And whenever people remind me of that, I'm always like, what? It's like Macaulay Culkin used to date Myla Kunis too. Yeah. Like, I think Brenda Song could do much better. That's just me being judgmental yeah. over here. Because I um, love Brenda Song and Macaulay peaked with Home Alone. Macaulay, yes, he peaked at Home Alone and it's been downhill ever since. Um, and so, yeah, it's just really weird that they're dating. Uh, but I really liked Brenda Song. I feel like she really captures the like American high school teenager Girl. Yeah, that was very 2000s teenager. Also, how a lot of Disney movies are just movies from the 2000s. Like, the girl's goal is to be prom queen or homecoming queen. But then, I don't know about you, but I feel like in real life, it's not, like, that big a deal. It's like, oh, cool, you won. That's great. But, like, no one campaigns. But that It was felt like very, like, premise. high school presidential election more oh, than yeah. campaign. Oh, yeah. But that's how it actually is. But not... Okay. I didn't have homecoming in my school, so... Oh, okay. I am from Texas, to the listeners that don't know. So homecoming, it, I would say it's a big deal, but not, like, in terms of, like, who's crowned. But... I always thought homecoming was more of a football thing. Yeah. So I know, like, some... I didn't find this out until college. So for people were like, we had a homecoming game, but we didn't have a dance. So my school and most schools in like my area, I'm from around Dallas, I'm from Fort Worth, but we had a homecoming game on the Friday night and then we would do like homecoming court. So clubs would nominate people to be on this voting ballot and like the top six could were on the court. And then at the dance, they'd be like, this is who won. And usually it wasn't even people who were dating. It was just like one or two people. Well, I feel like prom was more like a couple. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, except in this movie, I feel like they kind of blended the two because we'll get to my least favorite character, Austin. But Oh, uh, yes. I love that we're going to talk about Austin. Uh, so I'm looking up here. They filmed the entire movie in Auckland, New Zealand, which is actually kind of cool. Like, I really couldn't have told you that it was Auckland. I would never guessed that. Uh, probably the tax incentives. Shout yeah. out Business of Hollywood. Actually, we're not going to shout out that class because it was atrocious but yeah that was from our LA semester I was not in that class you really thrived by not being in that class yeah I was warned to not be in that class yeah but anyways let's get started so Brenda Song and Shin Koyamata are the stars of this movie so had you heard of Shin before this movie or no this is the first time I ever seen him it's also so confusing because the actor's name is Shin but then his character's name is Shen so yeah very confusing that was the first time I see him and when I watched this movie initially as a kid obviously Wendy was the star but now during this rewatch Shen is the star of this movie in my opinion 
he really is like he i feel like this movie it. is about him like it, we start with him we end with him like wendy and a lot of his pov is more important than wendy's like wendy's asleep for a full scene that shin's in yeah and that's a great scene as well but also what i know about him he was in disney channel games right i just keep yeah. seeing this visual and i'm pretty sure he did well yeah he was on the red team yes he seems very athletic obviously because of this movie so i just know him from this movie and disney channel games I'm trying to read his Wikipedia while we're talking. And he auditioned for Disney Channel executives in early 2005 with him performing backflips and Kung Fu. And then uh, he, he was offered the starring role like the day after he auditioned, um, which, yeah, we saw what that happened. And then he was on all three Disney Channel games. And then, yeah, he was supposed to be in the sequel, but. He was also supposed to be the ambassador for karate at the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games, but we saw how that... Maybe. Happened. We'll see when they actually happen. We'll keep an eye out for him. Yeah. King Shin, uh, the star of this movie. Also, I don't... Before we go anywhere, I don't know where I recognize the dad from, but I feel like I've seen him in something. I've totally seen him in something. I loved her parents in that movie. Yeah. I thought... Yeah, this they, was a wholesome movie. Yeah. I feel like... Like, obviously, Brenda Song did great, but a lot of the side characters really made it what it was. Exactly. And Icon, I definitely wanted to stay more with the family and talk about because that was, like, probably the most interesting part, looking back on it. It was, like, the cultural identity aspect of it. Also, we never got resolution with the mom's showcase, besides the fact that it was just convenient setting for the... True. For the, I thought about that. I was the, like, this was, this happened to, so the fight could happen here. And I'm thinking like, when there was no resolution at the end. Yeah, when her great grandma did it, were the terracotta warriors also there? Lots of questions. Yeah, but we should probably get into a recap for those yes. who haven't seen the movie in a while. So we start off in Northern China, Shin is training and then the master gives him a box with four animals in it. The, the tiger, the crane, the snake, and the leopard. And tells Shin to go on a mission and shows a photo of Brenda Song. Um, so it becomes clear this is like a minor subplot that Shin's the only one with hair, like everyone else is shaved bald. Yeah. Um, so when you were rewatching, did you remember that it started with Shin or did you feel like it started at high school? I did not remember where it started, but you know what I noticed? Those four animals are also in Kung Fu Panda. That's a very small, like, the like four friends and then the yeah. leopard i was like oh my god like these animals cool i yeah no when they showed the crane i was like oh my god this is very like there's a crane in kung fu panda yeah um, that has nothing to do with the movie but i thought yeah. it was interesting yeah it, it's a it's a note of the movie um and then we f- go back to california and wendy is drawing herself with uh, a tiara and Mr. Medina tries to get her to answer a question about Chinese geography, but she's very distracted. She's like, I'll tell you tomorrow when the bell rings. So, um, Mr. Medina is the only teacher that I think we get a name for. Like, yeah, he's the I, history teacher. I think we might get a name for the principal, but he's barely in it. Yeah. He's not one of like the teachers later on. See, I was confused. We'll get to that, but like, I couldn't tell if he was the same guy that was the leopard guy later but because i feel like they introduced all the other teachers but him i was like are you the the principal no yeah no it's different oh we get i'm looking at the wikipedia page we do get a name for the coach coach gibbs 
the other ones gives. do have names, but I don't remember them mentioning it, mentioning it in the movie. I do remember them saying Coach Gibbs at some point. Like, that sounds really familiar, because that was the first person to appear later on. Yeah. Uh, she had the most lines, probably, of all the teachers. Yeah. Um, but then we go to lunch, and Jessica, who is her rival, is giving cookies out to compete against Wendy for Homecoming Queen. And Wendy's brother... Peter takes a cookie and then she throws her lipstick across the hall and breaks the cookie in half and says, Peter, what are you doing? You're camping, you're eating the enemy's cookie. Um, and that's like our first sign that Wendy is like has talent, but also even if you're like a Kung Fu master, I feel like you couldn't do that with that much accuracy, especially across the entire lunch. Unless courtyard. you're maybe older and have done it for so long. Like, even if her character... Yeah. Her character but that's such a specific thing. Yeah. yeah. So, Is, I guess there's some... Yeah, and then we also meet Tori, Lisa, and Austin. Austin, by the way, sucks. I um, remember when I was a kid, I thought Austin was cute, and now I'm like, what was I thinking? Andrea, your taste. Like, eight years old, I was like, Austin's a hottie. But now, when I rewatch it, I'm like, no. It... I he's also the worst character like he, by far like he I, honestly is you're supposed to hate Jessica I don't like not that I like her but I can like stand her a little bit like I don't yeah. hate her when she's on screen but Austin Austin is just disgusting he's so conceited he only cares about himself and also I do like the two friends though like yeah. they don't have strong personalities but it's enough for them to be a friend group truthfully i couldn't tell who was who i didn't know which one was which and also they kind of both look like jessica as well so at one point i started writing down that blonde one the the one who got possessed at one point yes i was like jessica got possessed and i was like writing that down like wait and then she's like tori i'm like oh um so i feel like they could have added a little bit of diversity like this was very asian heavy which was fantastic because it was an asian movie but um in terms of the white characters, they could have had a little more diversity in terms of, like, yeah, other Yeah, except for, backgrounds. like, Wendy's immediate family and Shen, there's not really any... And the teacher. The oh, Michigan yeah, and the yeah. teacher. One of the teachers. The rest. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, like, while we stand the cultural diversity and the focus on Asian American families, we don't love the lack of diversity elsewhere. And that's, like, such a simple change that they could have done, but... Anyways, uh, we then go straight to the art museum where the mom is setting up for the terracotta soldiers downstairs and it's discussing how she wishes she paid more attention as a kid when her mother was speaking to her. But then we later find out that the mother lives there still. So like she could just ask. Um, Maybe the grand, I feel like the grandma was low key bitter about it though. Like when her mom yeah. was like, I should have paid attention more. She's like, I told you all these stories. Like, girl. The grandma was... A legend. Uh, yeah, we'll get she's to her. like a sassy grandma, but caring. We love she's her. She's a queen. Um, but Wendy uh, is venting to her, and mom is like, "Wendy, you got to do more chores." And this was like later dropped. Like it, it was like a sub a subplot at the beginning, but then it's like later dropped that Wendy's very lazy and stuff. Yeah. Um, but then she decides to make campaign cupcakes, um, and she makes it with the dad. And then, oh, but before we do that, Shin lands in California and is struggling to hitch a ride. So he just climbs on top of a truck. And how do you feel about that? Like free Uber. So Honestly, though, like, 
when Uber is back up and running, I might just like grab on and sit on the top of the car. Yeah. I'm surprised, like, obviously since it's a movie, but I feel like someone would get pulled over for that. Right? Yeah. And then, like, honestly, they should make, like, car handlebars. Like, you sit on the handlebars for the bike Mm -hmm. or something, and then you sit on the car and, like, strap on. Like, I've always wanted to ride on the back of a pickup truck while someone was driving, but... I've totally... I've done that, but not in the States. I do that when I go home from Guatemala. Very rarely, but I have done that. Yeah. At the same time, different culture, so... Yeah. No, but it looks so fun. Uh, it's like low key scary, but it depends where you're driving. But if you're scary. on like jungle, okay, roads, yeah, no, yeah, I can imagine the jungle roads are stressful. Um, yeah. So, and then, do you want to go to the box subplot, or do you want to go like cut like the movie did to like go back to Wendy's house, back to the museum, or do you want to just like talk about the museum quickly and what happens there before we go back to Wendy? Let's do the museum. Okay, yeah. Um, so in the, what's it called? Okay, so the, the security guard gets a box from the delivery guy and he brings it downstairs and then he hears jumbling and he goes down and he's like, I have pepper spray. And then he gets incepted by this green orb who possesses him. And it's the, the spirit of Yan Lu. Yen Lo, sorry. Um, and so what did you think about this? Like, that's our first introduction to the villain, and it's this spiritual being instead of, like, a physical I bad think that's person. super cool that they did a spiritual build, like, a spiritual villain. It kind of reminds me, I watched Twitches the other day, too, and they have sort of a spiritual villain, the darkness. So I feel like Disney does that a lot, where it's not necessarily someone physical. It's more emotional. Yeah, it's just, like, this being yeah and a lot of the threat is that it's coming rather than when it actually arrives i feel like that's not yeah that's very that's definitely a thing in the movie that they have will find out that it's a set date and time the fight is supposed to happen Mm -hmm. but it hangs over like everybody's head for so long which is just as scary for sure um and then peter is a pizza delivery guy and delivers the pizza to the security guard who then incepts peter um to yeah to get wendy possessed i guess um and then so yeah so that's also a subplot that goes away peter being a pizza delivery guy and he drives home on a motorcycle but then later wendy's like can you drive us to the mall and i'm like on that motorcycle (laughs) yeah i i feel like they should have been like can you use mom's car but yeah um what did you think of peter as a whole we don't get a ton of him i really liked peter i thought he was really funny i've always thought he was funny he's like that comic relief that you need especially later i'll talk about the specific scene that i love but i just like how he's super funny like even when um this happens a little bit later but when him and shen are like bros that's great it's it's a lot of fun especially we get to see them fight and then peter's like he doesn't remember it and um so then when he's asking about like the kung fu moves and then he's like doing it because you know they had to get the actor to like be able to do a few things because then they would have but so then just like seeing him flip over on the table and then shin looking at him judgmentally um but so when we get home wendy's making cupcakes with her dad um and the grandma's watching 
Chinese soap operas. And <laughs> my favorite line was like, oh, yes. The dad was like, can you watch something from here? And he, she's like, yeah, I watch Spanish soap operas too. Yes. I was like, Spanish soap operas are great. Relatable queen. Yes. Um, she, she was my favorite. And then the mom comes home and asks the grandma for help with the exhibit as she is watching the soap operas. And this is where you mentioned earlier that the grandma was probably like, um, you should have paid attention when you were a child. Yeah. Or like appreciated it. I feel like is more of what she's not really saying, but means. Yeah. Because I feel like if the mom had appreciated it, but just needed a reminder, the grandma would have been more willing to help her kind of with her and Wendy, when Wendy finally appreciates her culture, the grandma is super willing to help. Exactly. Yeah. So Even though Wendy doesn't know anything about it. It's just being there and being appreciative and wanting to learn. And this kind of a subplot throughout the movie is uh, like the appreciation of their Chinese culture from everyone. And we get that from the dad later specifically, but um, it's kind of something that you can tell like the grandma wishes was more part of their mm-hmm. family. Um, but eventually Wendy is watching television and Jessica is the weather girl. And I'm like, how do you get that job? Do you like go up to them and be like, can I be the special weather girl? But then she doesn't even promote homecoming. I'm like, wow. I, they do that um, with college students a lot. Like a couple of college programs I looked at when I was looking at journalism schools were like, oh, we pair you with a local news station and you get to like go on there sometimes. And so they'd like introduce themselves as a college um, like reporter or my friend interned for Fox and she went on a couple times. So that's really common not for college. Fox. But yeah, Fox. Um, it was a local Fox station, not okay. like the big one, just doing local news. But um, I know a lot of journalism schools or internships do that, but I've never heard of them doing it for high school. Yeah, like I also like it's very it seemed very much like she like had uh, her dad's friend or her mom's friend who worked at the station and like put in a favor. Yeah, definitely. Also, I'm just thinking when I was in high school, I was not watching the weather at night. So is she really going to get her Why would she watch the weather at night anyway? Yeah. If, like, if I'm going to watch the weather, which I don't, I usually just look it up on my iPhone, I would watch it in the morning. It, right? Like you're inside, like the weather doesn't pertain to you unless you're like, you have a night job or something. Yeah. So also with the cupcakes, whenever she's like, oh, pick up one of my just cover homecoming queen cupcakes. That feels very presidential election, like school pres. Yeah where they hand out stuff to get their name out there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And then also, like, the fact that Wendy, the next day, has, like, 500 cupcakes and won't even take any of them. And it's like, no, there's, like, so many. And it's like, Mom, can you bring them? I'm like, Wendy, can you do something? <laughs> like, I think she should have still brought them, honestly, because there's so many cupcakes. So, like, what are they going to do with them? Yeah. And then second... She had that whole night to maybe come up with a comeback when Jessica was like, oh, you copied me. And then she'd be like, I made it better. Or some like high school like comeback. She so, really was not prepared. No, um, she had enough w- time. Wendy was a lot better in, as the movie went on. Like in the beginning, I was very like, Wendy, can you like at least like take a platter of cupcakes in Plus your car? Plus her dad was so helpful with making the cupcakes. Yeah. And then when she asks, like, the grandma to clean up for her, when she, the grandma was just chilling, watching soap operas. Yeah. Um, but Wendy falls asleep on the couch, and Shin is out there. Oh, wait, we forgot. Shin, uh, Shin knocks on the door, 
And Wendy's like, who are you? And he's like, you need to become a warrior. And then they fight and she locks him out. Yeah, it's like a preliminary fight. Like you can see she has some skill, but they need to be like more refined. It just is like introducing It's not guy. believable that she beats Shin though. That's yeah. That's one thing that, but this is not supposed to be believable. We have to Yeah, I keep on reminding myself that like after watching like actual like films with cinematic art, I'm like, let me watch Disney yeah. Channel. But Disney Channel is still good. It, it slaps. Like, yeah. It truly does. Um, also, I love the stunt choreography, especially later scenes. Like, you have to imagine, like, they probably were rigged on wires and stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. when they were flying. But that was, like... Which is really good for Disney at the time. I can't remember, like, too many action movies before that. Yeah. So this is probably, a like, a higher-budget Disney Channel original movie. Mm-hmm. Um, also, but there was, uh, I think, at the soccer scene, uh, you can definitely see the stunt double for Brenda Song. Oh my god, we all talk about stunt doubles. You can see them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then Peter comes home. Wendy's sleeping on the couch. And then Shin from outside is looking in the window and sees that Peter is trying to do something to Wendy. So then he sneaks through the grandma's window. And then they fight each other. Yeah, um, Peter possessed with Yan Lo. Yes. And then my favorite was when Peter took out the fishes. Oh, yeah. Like, threw them at Shin. And then Shin, like, grabbed them and, like, flipped over the tank, put them in the in the aquarium, and then continued to fight. I want to know which writer on the staff was like, you know, it would be great if we have Peter pick up the fish. These oh, This fish uh, assault was not okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Shin puts the the medallion around Wendy's neck. And then Peter trans- transmits Yan Lo to Cupcake the dog. Yeah. Um, and Cupcake runs away. I'm like, but then she shows up in the morning at the school. I'm like, are you, like, you could have just gone, like, at 6 a.m. You didn't have to leave the night before. Where were you? They, he yeah. was ready. Cupcake was on a mission. Yes. Cupcake. Yeah. Um, but what happens next? Oh, and then in the morning, Wendy is like, Peter, this was not a funny joke. This is an ugly necklace and puts it on the table. And then as her mom is looking at like photos and artifacts and stuff, she sees Shin in a photo with monks and is like, don't they have, do they not have hair? And she's like, no, they shape them. And then, so that's uh, our first indication that Shin is like on a mission for wendy wendy's first realization about that yeah she did the ponytail also the fact that she was like peter that's not a funny joke my brothers would never do that like it's i would be like okay i wouldn't even be mad it's it's not even a joke yeah it's just like you put a necklace on her it's not a big deal just take it off i don't get it it also was like very ornate but also like probably took like five minutes for the props department to put together yeah also i didn't think it was ugly just i mean it doesn't really matter but it was just a necklace she made a big deal about it being ugly the whole movie it was not ugly and also went with some of her outfits later we'll talk about that for sure um so the shin meets the grandma and they have dialogue in chinese which i thought was really cool um for of the movie to like include the subtitles and not not have it in English. Plus it makes total sense why they would both speak Chinese. 
Yeah, and also like the grandma probably has probably been speaking English for years now without like someone to talk to in Chinese. Yeah, it's nice to speak your first language with people. Exactly. Um, And Shin's like, I will protect Wendy. And Shin then chases after Wendy when he sees that the medallion is not on her and he hops on a bike or no, it was like, what is it? A scooter. Yeah, it was like a kid's scooter. Yeah, he stole it from some child and crashed into the trees. And Wendy's like, go, go to whichever friend is driving the car. The blonde one. There's the one blonde of the blondes. One. No, the other one is brunette. And she... Which one's Tori and which one's Lisa? The blonde one, I believe, is Tori. Okay. And then I know the brunette is like one of, the... she's very much like a college girl. She's like, I broke up with him and is like crying. And then. It was the whole subplot. And I was like, I don't her. care about this. Yeah, but then whenever he hits her up, she like goes running back to her. That's like a very college girl stereotype. Yeah. It might be like, he's probably a senior and she's a junior or something. Yes. Um, but we never see him. He seems very F boy. Yes. Type. Um, so. Wendy is chased by Shin, and then at uh, the dog gives the Yan Lu uh, to the principal, and then we skip to soccer practice where uh, Jessica and uh, Wendy are having an argument on the field, and then Wendy gets distracted for a second. Jessica takes the ball and scores, and then Jessica goes to be goalie, and Wendy is filled with rage and does some kung fu kick to and sends her back into the net yeah and she's like oh it's just a bicycle kick what if if i was her i'd be like oh my god did you guys see that i would have like and then the coach was like how dare you i was like excuse you like she's a star soccer player yeah um but yeah this is where i first saw a stunt double oh yeah i tried to look for one in that one i couldn't find it but later you could see it more accurately yeah, you have to point it out when you see it. When yeah. we're at that I didn't team. discover the stud doubles until I saw TikTok. A bunch of people were pointing it out. Uh, for Wendy Wu? Yeah, they were like slowing it down. That's why. So this time when I was watching, I was looking for the stud doubles because like when you're like eight years old, you yeah. don't re- I mean, I knew about stud doubles, but I wasn't paying attention for it. There's some parts where you could see two men. Yeah, you could. I, I don't know who it was, but it definitely did not look like Brenda's song. Like, it looked yeah. like a different person. It wasn't blended well. Exactly. Um, so, and then Shin meets with Wendy on the bleachers afterwards and tells her that she's a yin warrior. Um, and then people are like, is that your cousin? And then that's what she goes with. So at this point, Shin is her cousin. What do you think of this direction that they take in the movie? I think it's fine. I feel like it explains it. And then also it makes sense that he, you know, dresses very culturally and talks very culturally because he's like an exchange student kind of like visiting from China. But also I liked how they had him as a cousin and not like her boyfriend or her like love interest. Like, because not all movies need like the two characters to end up together. So I liked that they more stayed as close friends. I agree with that for the most part, but then I feel like later on there were definitely hints of romance that d- she yeah. was jealous at the pool party, and then um, at the end it was like they might begin dating. Like the Wikipedia page, like literally says right here. In the end, Wendy and Shen leave to get cappuccinos and chocolate that Shen said he loves earlier in the movie, implying that they might begin dating. 
I don't know. I feel like if we had a sequel, it would answer all of our questions. But. Yeah. But, like, if they had a sequel, they probably would have made them date. Yeah. I but like. I like it more that they're close friends. Because, like, yeah. I feel like you can be close friends. With That's, them. like, one of my nitpicky parts of the movie is that there was, like, this romantic, like, underlying story at parts. And then also, low-key, not that I wanted Shin to die, but I feel like it would have been more fulfilling since we didn't get the sequel. Like, if... Oh, but, why would you want him to die? Not that I want him to die, but I feel like there's more stakes if it comes true. Or, and, like, he almost... Like, he almost died a little bit, but I they should have pushed it. Yeah. Like I said, I felt like the ending was rushed, but we'll get there. Yes, for sure. Um, So... At night, the grandma is putting the puts the medal on the medallion on Wendy, and then in the morning she throws it onto Shen, who is outside again. Um, is like, oh, uh, but in the parking lot, the principal tries to attack Wendy, but Shen is there, and the principal passes Yan Lo to Mr. Medina, and Shen is like, Wendy, I need to protect you, and then he goes into the girl's bathroom to protect her. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on all this sequence? Uh, and we get a disgusting Austin appearance here. Oh, yeah. we. I think it's good that we, we get a lot of characters in this sequence. It's not just how Wendy and Shane, how it usually is. We get introduced. Yeah, to, this like, is a, a really great comedic part of the movie. But at the same time, it's like definitely not cool of Wendy to push Shen to go examine the women's bathroom. Um, yeah. Just to get away from him. It's low-key. It is funny, though. So I need that. It is funny. I laughed. And then also, this was my least favorite teacher, the PDA guy. Oh, yeah. I don't know what his name is, but he was, like, obnoxious. And mm. he he seemed... He, do you know who reminds me of? Mr. Larry Tate, but, like, not fun from Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, Mr. Larry I, Tate was, I heard the name. I was like, where do I know that? I really liked Mr. Larry Tate. Mr. Larry Tate was a great time. But, like... This guy is like the annoying version. Oh, and Mr. Larry Tate's not annoying. If I, Mr. Larry Tate was my teacher, we would like be friends. You and him would be the Justin and him. Yes. Yeah. Did you see the David Henry Selena Gomez Instagram thing? Of course I did. Yes. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I know, right? Yeah. That got me hyped. Um, where were we? So yeah. So who was your favorite teacher, and who was your least favorite teacher? um my least favorite okay the coach is really like persistent which is like good as a coach but I'm like chill and then I would say my favorite teacher I don't have a favorite the other three are like neutral to me okay uh my least favorite was this knockoff Mr. Larry Tate and the other one I was like all the other ones I was more positive towards um I definitely stand Mr. Medina because we love seeing people of color on television yeah. but at the same time like he was the only person other than the asian cast that they had yeah. asian american cast also i feel like they try to make him like portrayed as the mean teacher i don't think he's a mean teacher i just think wendy was a bad student wendy was lazy and, like pushing her butt pushing his buttons exactly like she was literally like doodling in class and then he was sitting over her being like wendy 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 and she was just doodling away I think if she had actually just paid attention, we wouldn't have seen him be so mean. It's like... For sure. Um, but after Shen raids the toilet paper from the girl's bathroom, Jessica approaches Wendy and is like, you can't be homecoming queen if you have a bad... If you don't... If you have something lower than a C. And she's like, so I need to get an A on the next 
history test. And what do you know? It's about Chinese history. Yeah. But how would she even know that? Like, student grades are confidential. Because Jessica's a snitch. Yeah, she probably works in the <laughs> She's main such office. a Nicole Franzel. She would just go and, like, rat them out. Yeah, to Big Brother fans. Oh. Yeah. A snickle. Uh, but... Shin, Shen then tells Wendy that he'll help her study if she wears the medallion. And I'm like, okay, that here we go. That was such an easy trade. Yeah, but also, like, you know, it's, like, c- convenient writing to just be like, oh, it's a Chinese history test. Yes. Yeah. And not, like, a world history or, like... Yeah, history. he teaches world geo. Yeah. Um, so... Mine was more about, like, the different, like, years, like, the different centuries. Not yeah, like- that wasn't world geo for me. That was, like... We had it. Or that was ancient civilizations. That was world history. Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. world geo was a mess. So. But I did get a trophy at the end of the year for being able to place all 196 countries at the time. So oh, we wow. stand. Good job. Yeah. That was no, our final my test. My world geo class was a mess. We would play like, not pranks on the teacher, but we would like, one time he left the classroom. We're like, let's turn off the lights and turn all the desks upside down. Because we thought we were going to get a reaction out of him. So he just walked in and ignored us. Which is honestly, if you want to what up like high schoolers, that's what you do. I did not like my world geography teacher. He was just like a stick in the mud, and he was like very like mansplaining, but or like and white splaining and like annoying. And he just thought he was better than everyone. And I don't know, he, he just gave me like douche Mr. vibes. Medina. Mr. Medina would have been Mr. Medina and I. We would have been homies. Yes. Like I would have, I would have loved him as uh, compared to this other guy. I did not yeah. like this guy. He was also like, he always did this thing where, yeah, uh, you like a student would say, "Wait, can you come out?" He's like, "I will not wait." And I was like, okay. "Yeah." So, Mr. Medina, speaking of him, ends up passing Yan Lo to the janitor, and then we don't see this janitor ever again. And eventually, it's at Tori. I'm like, okay, we kind of definitely cut out some stuff of this movie. Yeah, um, I bet you maybe it was part of like the deleted scenes. Probably, yeah. Um, which is why I feel like the ending was very rushed. Is probably there was like some more stuff afterwards, but mm-hmm. like them getting cappuccinos. Yeah. Um, at what point? It's later that he is introduced to chocolate. But here we get a training montage, which is like very fun, but also like because Brenda Song is being very Brenda Song is like, oh, cell phone. I gotta call my friends, and she's eating chips. Yeah. That's my favorite part. The chips. Also, the tracksuit screams two thousands. Yeah, it's like a little before Sue Sylvester where the tracksuits really came into the prime. But also the flip phone as well. The flip phone, the pink Motorola. Yeah, the density of it just makes it like what it is. What a throwback this movie is, really, though. Um, And then Shen, after their training, Shen tells Wendy that to study, all she has to do is meditate because the history is within her. And fast forward, and Wendy gets an A. Yeah, I wish the yeah she just meditated throughout the movie yeah. and got an A. I wish I could do that. I would totally be down to meditate if I could. Literally, though, I tried meditation. It's not for me. I just my mind is too all over the place to mm-hmm. be still. Um, I did love that. Like Wendy was just like sitting on top of the desk, and Mr. Medina's like, "This woman, excuse you." Yeah. <laughs> like, he was not about it, and like the other students, she was doing it somewhere else too. It was it wasn't soccer practice? It was at lunch. Mm-hmm. and at dinner also on the I think. table yeah. yeah um so wendy gets an a and then that subplot is over but also is like used to push the story forward um and then 
Wendy has a heart to heart with the grandma after um after the scene and talks about Chinese ancestry and the grandma's like, I actually really miss it, like being in China, I miss sitting on my grandfather's lap. Um and then the grandma tells her that she will be a great warrior and Shen is walks in and then the mom walks in right after and is like, Who this? Also the grandma knew the whole time that it was like Wendy's year to be the warrior. So I don't know why she didn't tell her this like story earlier. She and probably so did, but Wendy happened, didn't care. Maybe, but then maybe Wendy would be like, oh, this is like the story. I bet you you're probably right. But also like, I feel like she was also more subtle. Like she probably told her when she was really, really little that she might've forgotten. Mm-hmm. But Kind of in the back of her mind, a suppressed memory. Also, like, this whole family seems like they don't care about their ancestry. Like, even the mom a little bit. Like, only when she gets the job, she's like, oh, I wish I knew more. And, like, which is, like, cool that this, like, reintroduces their culture. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know about you, but I I feel like your Guatemalan culture is very near and dear to your family's heart. Yes. I bet you the mom during the interview for this position was like, oh, my God, I'm so in touch with my Chinese culture. And then when she got it, was like, well, I got to figure it out. Exactly. Like, she's definitely using her background. Um, but, like, good on her, because then she actually like, does reconnect with her culture. So, like, yeah. that's a positive of it all. For sure. Um, and Shin stays for dinner, and this was probably one of my favorite scenes. Yes. Um, that Shen is, like, talking about Kung Fu with the brother, talking about China with the mom, and then the dad is kind of, like, also skeptical, as is Wendy. But then the grandma goes and gets mooncakes, and then the dad has a moment where he's like, nah, and he goes upstairs. This um, movie made me want to try mooncakes so bad. I've I, had I them, but I feel dad. like I haven't had good mooncakes. Like, I probably yeah. get the store-bought ones. I want to get, I always like, get the a- store-bought ones, too. I need to, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, Thres Lech's cake, sort of, or, like, yeah. I feel like those cultural desserts, you got to have them homemade. If you get it from the store, it's just not as good. It really is not, and that's the travesty, is that I want to try these. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I wonder if like any local Chinese restaurants have them. Yeah. Uh, but so the dad leaves and Wendy. Oh, so Peter then and Shen practice and Peter lands on the table. This is um, when they're bros. He's like, I need a cool move. And then Shen's like, oh. Yeah, it was it. It's like monkey jumping over the wall. Yeah, it has yeah. a. He's like that sounded cooler in Chinese. Yeah, and so he jumps over and he like does it well, but then he lands on the table on the on the descent, mm-hmm. and is like out. And then Wendy comes by and she's like, "Peter, I need you to drive him to the mall." And she, he's like, "No, what if I tell mom?" He's like, and she's like, "What if I tell dad that you went surfing last week?" And then Shen's like, "What was that?" And she's like. That's an American girl being smarter than her brother. <laughs> it's a move we all know. So, so uh, he was very impressed with her s- s- skills. Um, more like her quick wit, I would say. Yeah. And that's more like I feel like the balance is like, because he's learning from her a little bit about American culture and she's learning about her Chinese roots. So mm-hmm. that's like really cool. And I really yeah. enjoyed their dynamic. Yeah. Um, and then when they add the romantic parts, that's when I kind of lose it a little bit. But, um, so they go to the mall and they have this whole sequence. What was your favorite Shin outfit? Ooh, definitely anything with a hat or like crazy accessory. Also the mall screams, all the clothes of this movie scream 2000. Have you seen Get a Clue recently? 
Not recently, but I remember loving it. And Brenda's okay. also in that. Yeah, the outfits in that one, I feel like you would scream even more 2000s. Um, yeah. But, but Jen so, looks, like, nice, though. Like, he looks nice. I really liked it. Like, his glow-up was really cool. Like, I really, yes. I was like, who's this? Well, he looked really good in his traditional yeah. clothing. But it was just, you know, every... Like, I like the hair. Like, the yes. hair really sold it. Yeah, the hair out of the ponytail. Because he has nice hair. It looks good. Like, he had to have, like, gotten it blown out or something. Like, yeah. Because it was, like, styled mm-hmm. uniquely. Um, and then what happens? So... Oh, and then this is the scene where the dad is eating mooncakes at night, and then it tells the mom that we're going to become a Chinese-American family again instead of just an American family because I miss my culture, and she's like, so do I. Um, But he's like, Wendy won't get anything out of Shen's visit, though. And you're like, LOL. (laughs) Liar. This dad is so out of touch. He gets the most. She really does. Besides the grandma, I think the grandma gets the most. Yeah, because it's like, obviously like her mom isn't around anymore so it's nice to kind of be connected to that so we should talk about this so the grandmother's mother was the lassian warrior and it's every three generations it's every 90 years so 90 years yeah i guess so yeah yeah i wonder if it was something like if the next generation would be a baby like the mom would do it i wonder how they would choose who i i just would hope that it would be just women though like it's Oh, definitely. Was it only women? Do you think in the past there were men too? Because the great-grandmother and Wendy are both women. And so I thought this was like very like, it's not your traditional I Disney feel like Channel movie. women because yeah. the brother's about the same age. Exactly. Yeah. And it celebrates women and it also celebrates Asian culture. So I feel like this was like an untraditional yeah. Disney and like Channel I said, movie. I the only other time. karate movie I'd ever seen was Karate Kid. And that's like basically all guys are the main characters so it's nice to see all these women in the forefront did you ever see the jaden smith one yes that one is not as good i do like it that it's like talking about like race as well that like he's the only kid that's not asian or white in china so also it's called karate kid but they say it's kung fu so it's a lying yeah jaden smith that didn't he do a song with justin bieber for that movie probably yeah, that one, that one low-key bops. I think it's, their song is Never Say Never. I don't know if it was for the movie or they just did it together. Oh, but. it was def. I feel, I think it was maybe them two together was for the movie, but then the okay. original was for his, like, Justin Bieber's album. Yeah. Um, my favorite Smith family character ever, though, was Gloria the Hippopotamus from Madagascar. I always forget that. That's a Smith family member as Gloria. Yes. I love Gloria from Madagascar, though. She's queen. She was yes. literally a savage. Um, but anyways, so uh, Austin at school the next day is like, Wendy, uh, you need to stop hanging out with Shan because he's a buzzkill um, and it's bad for our image. And then when uh, Wendy's like, Austin, you're a snob. Like, go away. And then Shen is like, vote for Wendy. And he like, then we see his like, glow because we didn't see what clothes they decided on yeah also i feel like they radiate different energies i bet you the writers did this on purpose but austin is always super negative about stuff unless it's about his highlights and then shen i feel like it's always really positive even when wendy isn't like paying attention to him he's like you need to start your training because this is coming but not being mean about it but also austin's so boring though just like so self-centered and like 
like even before like he was talking about his biceps and Wendy was like man I don't care but yeah also shed is more selfless I don't think Austin's selfless at all he's selfish shed is what is, he is everyone deserves a man like Shen yeah also he's there he like is prepared to lose his life to protect Wendy that is so like obviously the, he's the best Austin. honestly Austin like, would never Shen gets all the stamp cards yes um so then they end up going to what happens next sorry i'm trying to read my notes and there's too many scratches because i wrote i started writing something and scratched out uh shen tells wendy that yang lo will be super strong against wendy and wendy oh this is their midnight scene that they're on the rooftop and wendy's like have your tell me about your girlfriends and shen's like i've never been in love uh, what's it like? And she's like, I don't know. I've never been in love either. And she's like, but you're, he's like, you're with Austin. And she's like, I don't love Austin. Um, and Chen, and then they eventually keep talking and Chen reveals that his destiny is to perish in the final battle against Yan Lo. So Wendy is shook and sad at this. Uh, this is when everyone's hearts dropped because Chen should not perish. It should be Austin. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this scene? This is also where Shen tries chocolate, I believe. I think it's a turning point, obviously. And then when he tries chocolate, that's like comic relief from all the like heaviness. But yeah. it's definitely a turning point because I feel like Wendy realizes that he's sacrificing a lot for her. And although that's like kind of his job, that's really like great of him to do that and that she should appreciate it more. Exactly. And then this is also like the point of the movie where like Shen gets really sarcastic at points. Like, and then he'll like mess with her and be like, Yeah, so there's this like Chinese tradition and that's how I know what's happening. And she's like, Really? And she he's like, No. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's definitely embracing the American sarcasm right there. Shen, uh I'm a matchmaker with Shen if I can. Bring him home for your family. Yes. Hey. This is Naomi, most recently from the Let It Shine podcast, and we'll be right back to this Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior recap after a word from some sponsors. Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. And we're back. Enjoy the rest of the podcast here on The Brazilian Dragon. Uh, so then... They're at the pool party. So what'd you think of this pool party? This is probably my favorite scene. Like, this is very... Also, Shen looks great in this. Also, like, this is probably, like, the only indicator that this was filmed in New Zealand. Like, that girl had an accent. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't... I knew she had an accent, but I didn't even realize. But also, this is kind of the part where they do, like, the love portion where he... She was like, oh, I thought he was your cousin when she invited him to dance. And then she's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Also, the fact that Wendy broke up with Austin at the party is, like, peak high school drama. I was here for it. And she, like, basically was like, I'm not here for you. And he's like, are you? 
are you breaking up with me? And she was like, yeah, bye. <laughs> um, and Shen is a great dancer as well. I mean, he has moves. Like, he can do all those flips. Like, yeah. I was always jealous of people who could do flips, but I'm also too scared to, like, try it and land on my head and die. So. Oh, my God. I did too, and I landed on my head one time. I was fine. So it was a lot. It was because I was trying to do a back handspring. No, I was trying to do a back tuck, and then I decided to do a back handspring halfway. And if you've done any kind of tumbling, you know you got to kind of stick to what you planned on doing. And I fell on my head. And my coach didn't even say anything. He didn't know. And so I, he made, he didn't make me still practice, but I thought he'd like take me out and let me go home so I could go to the hospital. So I had to go after. It was a mess. That's so disrespectful. You should see. I was fine. It's like, I laugh about it now because like, why wouldn't he let me go? Even my parents were like, oh my God. But I had to say, um, I had to go to the doctor the next day, but my eye had a cold because I could not open my eyes without them watering. And so apparently I was sick when I fell on my head. And the doctor said that the sickness went to my eye because I fell like on my eye kind of. Oh my God. It was so, like, How long did it take to heal? Oh, it took like a week for me to go back to, no, I went back to school pretty early, but a week till like I was fine and could wear contacts again. But yeah. for like a whole year, my eyes were super sensitive to light. Wow, that was like a concussion. Yeah, I, yeah, we think it was. They didn't say, but we're pretty sure. Maybe like not. Get him fired. Yeah. Or get the petition ready and get that coach fired. I should. I don't care enough. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that cheer show on Netflix? Yes, that Navarro cheer is, um, I had heard of Navarro barely. I didn't know where it was, but um, apparently it's not that far from me. It's like 30 minutes. But my friend is a PA for cheer season two um they had to stop production though get me COVID. yeah get me a job <laughs> so she yeah she knows all of the cheer i want to call them cheerios like glee but she knows all the cheer team oh, we love the cheerios um anyways let's get back to wendy Wu, who is yes. not a cheerleader but shen is a great dancer yes um, he can use his sport to like be cool exactly and so he's dancing with the girl and then uh, she gives him a kiss on the cheek, and then Wendy gets really mad and throws her medallion in the chips, and then sees Tori, who is now possessed by Yan Lo, and then she's, like, trying to have a conversation with Tori, and Tori all of a sudden starts possessing her, and then the other friend is like, this isn't a chip, and then <laughs> I Shen... love that. <laughs> she's like, what kind of chip is this? <laughs> I would have loved to see her bite it. Yeah. Um, but then Shen sees what she was talking about, and she's like, oh, no, and then he, like, jumps over he yeets over the pool yes um and like together him and wendy tag team against tori and put the the medallion on and then knock yan low into the pool which bubbles the pool and then peter's like oh my god it's a hot tub yeah that's my favorite peter moment where he's like yes it's a hot tub and he and then jumps everyone in jumps in i would probably jump in with my clothes on Everyone just did it. I was yeah. like, okay, this is a choice. But then Jessica takes a photo to make fun of Tori and then gets possessed through the camera lens by Yan That Lowe. I thought was a really interesting touch to the movie. Like it shows that he's really powerful to where it can go through technology. It doesn't have to be necessarily face to face. Yeah, I really like that touch um, as well. It was really And you can good. see what he looks like too. Yeah, but then like, I feel like they don't play with that enough. They just like make him into the terracotta. Warriors, yeah like, they could have done a lot more yeah i wish he could like the, his final battle could have been like a spirit sort of thing and then like yeah. we saw the spirit come to life and then 
builds around himself with the like mm-hmm. just to give him more of a presence taking notes for the sequel i want to know what the script was i want to read it i yeah. will i will slide into shin koyama's dms and be like what was the sequel script on instagram i don't know if he i feel like if he doesn't have that many followers he might answer yeah we have to it just has to be how far like me trying to tweet at david diggs a few weeks ago being like want to be my best friend because i was mad at my other friend we'll send him a link to the podcast and be like we praised you can we interview you yeah yeah can we interview you for the follow-up podcast imagine maybe just asking all the tea about yeah the sequel the the sequel and the disney channel games yes uh Channel games we love it. Um, but then Shin finally brings out the animals, which at that point I was like, yeah, let's get this. We've been waiting. I want to know what they're at. And so the tiger is for aggression. The snake is for flexibility. The leopard is for speed. The crane is for balance. And then together, the dragon, which is never comes up again, but is on the tattoo that he brings out and then makes disappear. It's invincibility um is what it's for so but i feel like the dragon never really came out but we like knew that the inner warrior was the dragon but she yeah. didn't get a tattoo herself um and then he brings out the snake master and when he's like i'm not gonna fight this master because he's nice he didn't do anything to me why would i fight this old man um so shin's like hmm and then he gets the teachers involved yeah because she low-key hates her teachers so she's probably like cool and so the soccer coach is the snake the leopard is not the principal but i wrote down the principal he's some other dad guy sort of thing yeah person the crane is the pda shamer and then the tiger is mr medina and she does like all this training uh the pda shamer is on like the the fence bar and then um so and also the soccer coach makes her go up um flex like swinging around the flagpole to get her cell phone yeah so that wasn't even sequence. that flexible of a move tbh yeah i kind of wanted to see her do like more like yeah like get like a stunt double or something and do like a split move yeah something more intense like it was fun but also at the same time like i feel like that's more um that's more core, core. Yeah. yeah like pole dancing sort of thing like that mm-hmm. apparently works your core out um but then at the end of all this training, which the last one is uh, with Shen and the five and the four teachers and with the, what's it called? Those bamboo poles. Um, oh yeah. They're like, ba- like the actual weapon in Taekwondo is a bow staff. So I guess they're using bamboo as like a mock bow staff. Plus it's probably mm-hmm. like not as hard. Actually bamboo can be pretty hard. Depends kind of like what part. It was very well choreographed. Um, mm-hmm. The choreography, like specifically in the house scene with Peter and Shen early on, like I feel like the choreography in this movie was really well done. Like the and I feel like, like it's not too complex either. Like it's enough yeah. to where you can appreciate. Like like it's her kids as well. Also, mm-hmm. so it's not going to be super. They get to the point. Also, the only one that like unless they had a really fun environment. Like that's why I think I really like the house one because it's such a fun environment to play with. Yeah. The other ones are like outside or in the basement yeah um but after she trains she gets a call and wendy has officially won homecoming queen and wendy on her walk home asks shen to be her date but he says no and wendy's like wait that means why wouldn't you go with and she's like oh no it's tomorrow night but this is my dream to be homecoming dream queen which i'm like wendy 
Dream that's bigger. Shady. <laughs> also, did they specify if it's like a homecoming game or like a homecoming? I think, I think there's it's a, a dance. dance. So from my memory, I might have just been blurring this with Princess Protection Program, but I always thought there was like a nighttime sort of dance scene. And then that's, no, I think it's Princess Protection yeah. Program. But okay, the thing is, she invites her parents to like homecoming. So I think there's a game and a dance. Okay. I really do. So is she missing both? We gotta ask the Twitterverse. Yeah, but because her parents would not show up to the dance. That's why I think it's a game. Maybe the chaperones. And then maybe she, there might not be a dance. Yeah, maybe these, the date, that could make sense. And then like they got dressed up because she's being crowned. Okay, I, we think it's a game, but there could be. Who knows? We, we would need to do some research for. They don't even show. Shen, it. when you come on the podcast. Yeah, we're manifesting it. <laughs> Uh, we have to ask all the questions. Um, he can even bring Brenda Song too. She's invited, open invite. Austin Macaulay is not Culkin, invited. No. no, Macaulay Culkin can talk about Home Alone, but he can't. Yeah, talk about we'll bring him on another podcast. <laughs> exactly. Um, the only you know who's not invited? Austin or the PDA shamer. Everyone else is invited. Even yeah. the coach. Even Cupcake. A yes, special cupcake. cupcake. Do you think Cupcake's still alive? That's so depressing. Actually, probably not because, sorry to be sad, but I feel like dogs in films are usually trained and so they're a little bit older. And then it's been 14 years, which is actually like probably the lifespan. Poor Cupcake, RIP. Rest in heaven. Yeah. Cupcake. Well, it's a warrior as well. So, yeah. Um, so, we'll always remember Cupcake. Uh, yeah. Sad moment mid podcast. It really is. Like, we were not trying to be depressing, but it just, like, hit me with the feels. Um, and then Jessica, in the basement, awakens the terracotta soldiers and is like, rise, my children. Not really, but, like... Basically. Uh, getting them all prepared for battle. And the grandma brings... She's so excited. I'm so sad for the grandma in this moment when she's like... Wendy, here are my mother's robes. You are and finally the robes ready. And are like, nice. They're cultural. Oh, they're cool. I was down for these robes. I'm like, Wendy, you should have worn this instead. Also, that dress was so ugly. It was probably the times, though. I probably no. thought it was cute. Years no, ago. so it's really funny, like, watching that fight scene. So where's those fast words? So Shen goes to battle Jessica alone. And then the grandma is passive aggressive and disappointed, but it's like, and then Wendy's like talking to her, so she's like, I'm so sorry. I know she doesn't like them, but this is my biggest dream, which again, dream bigger. But um, yeah, your biggest dream is to be homecoming queen of your high school. No. Choices. Um, but then she goes downstairs after taking some photos, and all the teachers are there, and she's like, We have to go. And then they were like, But Shen needs you. And he's like, Shen went alone. And then she's like, Oh, wait, but he's going to die. And she was like, Kind of like, tell, I'll tell Shen, I'll apologize to Shen later. Um, and then she's like, oh, wait, but Shen's going to die. This um, is the turning point. It really me. is. But then we kind of just like yada yada the movie. It's just like fight scenes. Um, she shows yeah, up. Yeah, I feel like you, what you said earlier, the ending was definitely rushed. I wanted more closure and like bring the family together also. But we got what we got. So uh, Jessica is there. And Wendy's like, oh, if I had known it was Jessica, I would have been here yesterday. Um, That's like very... 2000s like oh my god let me fight my rival like whatever major loser yeah from camp rock also what were you gonna say oh also the fact that they're fighting in these dresses it's like very like it's cool i guess but this is when you could see the stunt doubles for reels like i saw you could also see like 
so in one shot she's wearing heels and then in the other one she's wearing flats yes and then okay the one where they're spinning yeah this is why i brought up wendy's dress so it's like a pink strapless with a bright orange trim it slides down because this is a man yeah you can see, like his chest which is fine because it's a guy but you can tell it's not wendy yeah definitely like i think it was a man for the soccer stunt too yeah um, it might have been the same guy it probably was probably right yeah um so then they all fight and then the grandma shows up too and she's yeah like, is grandma okay it's like i'm surprised the warriors didn't go after her grandma grandma was lit she was ready to fight she was like i'm here let's go yeah um but she shows up and she gives wendy rose and then there's a quick costume change because then she doesn't even put it over the the dress she's like literally changes outfits i wondered like where she, would she like take five terracotta warriors <laughs> and change into something that i can actually fight in not this ugly homecoming dress Andrea really did not like that dress. I really did it. Like it just was bad. It just didn't age well. It was fine for the time. Was it though? But like Stacy's dress, that aged well. I feel like I would probably I don't like wearing black. Not Stacy. Jessica. Why you- Jessica. Why do I keep thinking her name's Stacy? What movie is there a bad girl named well, Stacy? No, but there's um uh Sassafras Stacy from Zoe 101. Maybe, but but she's like she's she's the one who like does the cotton ball sculptures. Okay, I think that girl Loki looks like her. That's probably why I keep calling her Stacy. Wow, that's that like, looks like a blonde Stacy. Yeah, I I need to look at a photo and get this up there. Well, like ask the Twitter verse. Um, but yeah, so then here at the costume change, Wendy shoots this yellow ball at Jessica, and Jessica returns to normal. And we think Yan Lo is gone. And then Jessica's like, what am I doing here? And Wendy's like, you can have my homecoming queen. Like, you, you can have it. She's like, uh, thanks. And then she leaves. And then the teachers also leave at that point, I think. They all um, just accepted it. I was like, I would have more questions. But. Right? Like, I was like, what the hell am I doing in this abandoned basement with all this They stuff? definitely rushed it. They really did. And then Yan Lo returns and prepares to kill Shen. And Grandma's like, what do I do? No, Wendy's like, what do I do, Grandma? And she's like, use all your training. You can do this. And she literally, like, a yellow blast of demon, like, warrior comes out and, like, kills Yan Lo. And Grandma's like, oh, no, then the monks. This is when the teachers uh, leave. Then they're like, Yan Lo is forever defeated. He'll never return. Which is, I guess, why they probably couldn't do a sequel. Wait, he's, like, permanently defeated? That's why I was confused. Like, is he just defeated for now or for in 90 years? Probably no, forever. Cause forever, because the then they're, like, version. yeah, because then they're, like, Shen is, like, you, this is your last life. Enjoy it while you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then they leave the bodies of the teachers, and then Wendy and Shen are hugging, and the PDA shamer is, like, how gross. I'm like, go away. <laughs> yeah, no one asked. Plus, they're not in school. Exactly, right? Um, and then at the end, Shen and Wendy go for cappuccinos. Look, Wendy's like, do you want to get mooncakes? And he's like, no, let's get a cappuccino. <laughs> the teachers go with the grandma for mooncakes, though. Uh, yes, the grandma is an icon. I love her so much. But yeah, that is the end of Wendy Homecoming Warrior. Do you have any thoughts that you want to get off your chest about the movie as a whole before we do some last minute activities yes um the fashion did not age well um what else 
oh, like I said, Shen is more of the star in my eyes now after watching it later. Um, the family was great. We don't like Austin. I really love the family. Like that was like from the perspective of like that probably knowing how much like certain shows mean to me, like seeing representation for my culture and like the Latinx community, like just knowing what that could mean to like Asian kids out there was really mm -hmm. cool. And just like yeah. the family itself was like so much fun together. I really liked the dynamic. You could tell they had like chemistry. Also, I liked how Wendy was second gen too, but the grandma still lived with them because it had different like levels. It, they really, sorry, I just went to the Facebook to get photos and Joe Biden announced his running mate is oh, Kamala yeah, Harris. I saw, that. I saw it at the beginning. I was like, should I mention it? Anyway, I don't know if you saw my face at the beginning of the podcast, but. I did not, but what, do you want to get into your thoughts or should we just go to questions? Because I feel like I, what, what was your, what was your statement before I saw that? Oh, you have like different, I feel like we see this in like a lot of like newer shows where the, the grandparents live with the kids, but you see the grandma where she is really connected to the Chinese culture and then the parents aren't, they said they kind of rejected it. And then Wendy is being introduced now to it. And so now everybody's getting back into it, which is nice to see. I bet you in the sequel, they'll be really into it, having mooncakes every day let's write the sequel let's just do it yeah we'll write the sequel and we'll send it to Shane. naomi Instagram. lambert yes <laughs> you're recruited on this project yeah um so we got one question uh connor hawachin wants to just state no questions but please appreciate the physical specimen that is shane koyamata he's appreciated he was great he was attractive before inside it out and then the glow up happened and it's not even like a glow because I, I don't want to be insensitive because like, it's not I do really. think it's that's just like different styling. It's a new yeah. look. It's I, a different look. The hair really is a yeah. statement. Like when it's like the the flow and the swoosh of the hair. Um, and it's nice to see like people look different to like switch up their style. It was cool. And also he's very athletic, built really well. He's definitely a great specimen. Exactly. So let's get to it. Who is your LVP for this movie? Least valuable player? Um, Austin. But Retweet. I feel like, But I mean, he does serve a purpose where you like, maybe he is the opposite of Shen. So you see more of Shen. But who, I feel like you could cut out maybe some, I'm trying to think if you could cut out a character and it'd be like basically the same. You could have one friend. Lisa, Tori. Yeah, I was like, no, you could combine them and have one. So if we needed, if we're talking about like who I hate in terms of least valuable, Austin, but who's the least, like who contributes the least? Probably Lisa. Like you could have another character ask about the chip. That was her main. Like, that was her shiny moment. And yeah, we that was her shiny moment. Well, Tori drives the car and is also Jan Lowe for a portion of the movie. So she definitely, you can't kick yeah, her you out. Could have, you could have the girl that Shen was dancing with at the party be like, what kind of chip is this? Yes, we need her though. So she could totally walk over. Yeah, let me see if have she... Peter do it. I, that would make more sense. Like Peter is by the pool. He grabs the chip and then he sees the hot tub. Okay, there we go. We basically wrote out Lisa... We really did. Um, I'm trying to find the the actress is not listed, but so many of these people have Wikipedia pages. Like, um, except for the dad, 
and the I'm mom. Sad. The dad was the main one I wanted to have a Wikipedia page. The dad and the mom disrespected, honestly. Yes. Um, like when Tori and Lisa have Wikipedia even the pages. museum security guard has a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Al, the museum security guard. Yes. What a legend! He just disappeared at the end, right? Like he went downstairs and he was like, he didn't killed. do his job because yeah. they're oh. fighting in the basement. He, yeah, he's a little bit of a mess. Um, now. Obviously, Austin's my least valuable player. I hated him, and I did not like him. Um, but let's get to the MVP. Who was your MVP? And I have mine ready, but you should go first, because I don't okay. want to steal yours. Definitely Shen, and then my other MVP is Peter for comic relief, though, specifically for okay. that purpose. Yeah, I think, like, this movie is Shen's movie, but I'm going to give the MVP to the grandma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just had to give her love. generations. It's great. Like, a queen on queen shit. Like, we love her so much. Yes. Um, and then, now give this movie, when you were younger, what do you think you would give this movie from one to five stars? Or zero to five stars, actually. Zero to five? Um, yeah. Probably a five, honestly. Now, I would give it hmm, probably four. Okay, I gave it a straight four right now. Earlier, yeah, I definitely would have given it a five when I was younger, but... Yeah, um, I noticed definitely a four now because it doesn't have that much representation other than Wendy's family and Shen and then and Mr. Medina. And then also Austin. I feel like they could have, like... There's a lot of movies where I actually love to hate the ex-boyfriend. Like, I'm like, oh my God. But this, I'm just like, get him away. Exactly. Like, he's not even fun to root against. He's yeah, just annoying. Exactly. Um, I also give it a four. Part of it was, like, the rushed ending, the flat storytelling that, like, there were some things that they put in there that never came to fruition. Um, specifically, like, more of the family scene afterwards, the dad. Like, they had that scene earlier, but I feel like we could have gotten a follow-up. So, like... Yeah, like, the- they had been... Like, the grandma, like, texted them or convinced them to come, and they would have been like, wow, this is part of our family, or I don't know. Yeah, just, like, some follow-up about, like, the Chinese culture in their family. Um, yeah. The mom's exhibit, if it goes well. I feel like there were a lot of, like... Oh, yeah, that would have been such a great ending. Right? Uh, also, like, who cleaned up at the end? Like, because you know when he did it. security guard. No. You know he, he didn't either. Did yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was probably Shane, because he's just that wholesome. Yeah. Um... And then also I feel like a lot of the characters were a little bit flat. Like I feel like um, Wendy was even a little flat. Shen was well developed and Wendy was like, she had a great arc, but I still feel like there was parts of her that were like, I feel like within an hour, she wouldn't just give up being homecoming queen to Jessica just because like she showed up. Yeah, it didn't make sense. I feel feel like like she would have just been like, no, like it would have been better if she was just like, oh, we were here, like leave or something. Like nobody gets it. Like it's just fair. Like, or they give it to somebody else who wasn't even like the top front runner. Give it to the girl from the party. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I feel like there were places that there were holes and just like comparing to some of the other stuff, like it's not, it's like iconic, but it doesn't have any songs that like lift it up. Oh, wait, the song from when they're dancing at the pool party, it's like probably not part of the soundtrack, but it's a very catchy song. No, there were some catchy songs, but I meant like, it's not a movie musical. Like it's not Camp Rock where I can give it a point for like just having iconic songs. Protection Program where Selena and Demi did a song. Yes. Like, and then also like, I just feel like I can't put it up there with Camp Rock and let it shine at this point. Um, no. It's, it's probably, it's better than Get a Clue, though. 
after yes. the rewatch. And I feel like it's not super easy to reference. Like you reference Camp Rock, we reference Princess Protection Program, but this one you can't really yeah. reference as much. Like you remember the you remember the stunts it. and yes. you remember Shen and Wendy, but I did not remember much of it uh, besides the Terracotta Warriors and the teachers. I didn't even remember she was going for Homecoming Queen. And that is like a main part of the beginning. It's called Homecoming Warrior. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, this is Naomi, most recently from the Let It Shine podcast. And we'll be right back to this Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior recap after a word from some sponsors. And we're back. Enjoy the rest of the podcast here on the Brazilian Dragon. Um, so yeah, any final thoughts on Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior before you wrap this up? At Shen, we're waiting for the sequel still. Exactly, we're gonna slide into the DMs. Um, who do you think Shen's favorite character, uh, house guest on Big Brother is? It's not the Caser, right? No, I don't think he, he's probably like someone who's like quiet and is like maybe like, um, Danny, like someone who's like really good at competition, but is kind of laying low right now. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like he could also like be a low key Nicole Anthony stan. Oh yeah, but like definitely would not like... for her competitions, but for her soul. Yeah, maybe even Kevin. Ah, oh, I love Kevin so much. Uh, so yeah, before we go, we got to get some Andrea takes on the Big Brother season right now. Oh, okay. So I watched the episode this morning. I, I never watched them live except for the premiere. Okay, I screamed. When, oh, spoilers. I yeah. screamed when Kaser and Janelle went to the VIP like suite or the safety suite. Yes. Also, they dumb. Janelle should not have swiped. because She if- really shouldn't have. And I think it was just like heat of the moment. Like if they had like if he had just gone up two minutes earlier, I think she wouldn't have swiped. Or maybe she didn't know he was going to save. I feel like she would know. I feel like it's just such, you have to do it. Like, you are already seen as a duo. You might as well just, like, confirm that, like, yeah, we're working together. Who cares? Yeah. Um, also, her outfit was so cute. I would wear that. The star? Yeah. Yeah. I and saw then, her put it on on the feeds. Like, when, yes. like, I saw that punishment come out on the feeds. When Enzo called her a bootleg Teletubby, I died. That's so funny. No, Enzo cracked me up at the premiere whenever Julie Chen was like, who here has gotten married since Big Brother? And he raises his hand and goes, I got divorced. I called on Twitter an Enzo and Keisha showmance, but I don't. Is Keisha divorced? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I think Um, Memphis is too, where he's like separated. Yeah. Um, He's, yeah, maybe. And then Oh, I actually like Mama Day this season, Davon. I love Davon. I didn't like her. Okay, I was neutral to her 18. Season 16, I found her so annoying. But now, okay, Nicole Franzel, I have never liked, honestly. So when Nicole was crying and her, okay, Davon's face. Okay, I'm glad Davon sees what this is and was like, girl, you like basically stabbed me in the back last season and lied to me. So I'm going to keep my guard up. And then speaking of the nominees, um, okay, if I had like, Keisha, I don't see her bringing a lot to the season, so I'm fine if she goes home first. From what I understand, she was a very last-minute, like, addition. Once Casey tested positive for COVID, they were like, Keisha, you're in LA, can you come here? I I like her as part of the All-Stars cast, but between, obviously, if we're talking about her and Kevin, who gets out, Keisha for sure. Yeah. I want Kevin to stay. I feel like he has a lot more game to play. I love Kevin, and, like, I always preferred Kevin to Keisha, honestly, but also I think part of the thing that frustrates me is a lot is like all these big brother people, like I'm very active in the Twitter sphere and like, mm-hmm. they're all like, Oh, but we, 
we've stan keisha we've been waiting for keisha for 12 years i'm like i've been waiting for kevin for so many years and also it's so cute that like y'all preach about diversity and complain about the racism on the show but as soon as like a gay poc is on the black you're like bye we want our white woman queen i would be rooting more for keisha this week if she had played for the safety suite like if she had played and lost i would have been like okay at least she's here to play because she like even before they did like the one hour where they could swipe their vip card she already kind of had a feeling she was going on the block so i think she should have just yeah. done it plus i think she would have had a chance of winning that one because that she's one was been a little passive mm-hmm. yeah she's she's been a little passive for my like you know i think um, I'm not going to talk about the veto stuff because I know what happened, but I don't want to. Yeah, do not tell me. I don't know. No, but um, I just feel like I I want people who are hungry. And so uh, if she's just there to collect her 40K and then go home week one, that's fine by me. She gets her money. We got to see her again. And also, I think I'm not convinced that there's no camp comeback this season, I think. For all stars, they might want that. I think they do that every season. Yeah, like, and, but, like I think they're gonna be still in the house because I don't think they can like transport them to sequester again and like have them somewhere I else. Don't, I don't think they're gonna have like a camp comeback, but definitely like a battle back. I could see coming up for sure. But yeah, that about does it. Do you have a winner pick for Big Brother All Stars? I don't know. I okay. I can tell you who I'm rooting for, but I don't have like a winner okay. pick. Yeah. Okay. I either want Danny. I just really like Danny. I've liked her all the seasons I've seen her. And then um, also, I like how like she stated this in the diary room last episode. How she's like both seasons. I was a target coming in. Now like I can lay low for the first time. So it's going to be interesting to see maybe her rise rather than just like straight having to play. And then I'm rooting for David. I really like his personality and we haven't really gotten to see him play. So I'm really excited for him. Can I tell you, um, it's not a spoiler, but it's something that happened on the feeds. Yes. Cody keeps calling David Kevin. Oh my God. Cody low-key sucks. Yeah. Like, uh, some parts I like about him, but then, like, the other part, like, he was comforting Kevin when he's crying, and then, like, nominated yeah. him. Like, I don't expect That was, like, an him. hour before noms, but, yeah. like, so, and he had to talk, like, he and Tyler are close on, so, like, They seem Tyler, like bros. Yeah, so, he was, like, he didn't have time to talk to Tyler to, like, change it, and, like, it had been 24 hours where he, they were, like, Kevin and Keisha, Kevin and Keisha. Also, Cody... Cody's definitely like a bro. Like he sticks yeah. with like his boys. Yeah. Like he did with Derek. Uh, there's so many people on Twitter being like Derek ruined this season, but I'll tell you after the eviction, okay. I'll tell you all the tea that like Derek can't keep his hands out of manipulating a season with pregame alliances and stuff like that. So Ooh. that's frustrating. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts on Wendy? Wu? Who would do better, Wendy or Shen? In what? Like a battle? Big brother. Big Big brother. brother. Oh, Shen for sure. Shen would be quiet and really nice at the beginning and kind of read everybody. Wendy would play more of the social game, but I would see her being an easy person to evict because I feel like she would be talking too much. I do think Shen's the kind of guy that would like get burned because he was too loyal to an alliance. But at the same time, I feel like he's definitely like someone like Victor who would win like a ton of competitions. Yeah. But if he made it to the end, he would for sure win because oh, of the loyalty. But I also could see both of them doing well competitions, but different competitions. Yeah. Like Wendy Shen would do, would do great. better at Shen would do better at competitions that require patience or memory or just like 
being really like slow but steady. Yeah. I feel like Shen would be really good at the wall, but so would Wendy, I think. Like the, the endurance ones, I think Wendy would actually do well at because she's like smaller and more compact. Yeah, Wendy I would think be she... good at the endurance ones where you have to like sit and it spins. Yeah, that, that's the one I was thinking. Shen would do really good at like the one where you have to slide back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the, like something like a rock wall sort of thing at the near the end of the season that they use sometimes. Wendy would do great at Otev. Wendy would. She would like push someone off the cliff because she has like those skills like when she threw the lipstick like all that stuff yeah we should do a simulation of wendy Wu versus shen on big brother yes just those two (laughs) yeah just them final two yeah i think i think shen would win the jury vote because wendy would get in trouble for her talking so much people would just hold like a lot of like grudges against wendy while i feel like shen would be careful of that from the that beginning. being said i think brenda song could win celebrity big brother easily. oh brenda so- yes brenda song on celebrity big brother i think yeah. she would do great because she's like more calm in like her actual personality not like her she's a blast i love london tipton was london. the moment yes um so any final thoughts do you have anything to plug or um, anything you can follow me on my instagram that's what i'll plug it's andrea rios 3604 um, haven't been posting a lot because I'm at home, but Same. my story is sometimes funny. Okay, great. I definitely recommend the follow. You can follow my main Twitter at Tweets by Fleep. And then you can follow the Brazilian Dragon on social media at Brazil Dragon Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at BrazilDragonPod at gmail.com. And then you can also, uh, sorry, my mind escaped me for a second. You can listen to us on anchor.fm slash Brazilian Dragon. And yeah, or any podcast app of your choice. You can also look us up on YouTube when we do sometimes video podcasts, not this one, but some of our more visually appealing podcasts will be there. And also continue to check out our Big Brother All-Stars coverage, The Legion of Doom. We'll get back together and record week two of Big Brother 7. Um, We'll talk about Kaser's HOH reign from that week and Kaser in 2020. Potentially, let's hope he wins HOH this week. Yeah, um, he's going to need it. Is it. Especially now that Janelle and him can't s- compete. Yeah, for one of them's got to get it, or one of their buddies has got to get it. They really do. Uh, I just don't want the Cody side to win HOH. No. Um, but yeah, that does it for us today. Uh, if you want, feel free to tweet at us and tell us, tweet at the Brazilian Dragon, tell us that you listened to the whole thing so we know. Um, give us a hashtag. Andrea, what, what should the hashtag be that people use if they got to the end of this podcast? Ooh, hashtag Shen for Homecoming Warrior. Yes, Shen for Homecoming Warrior or hashtag Sh- get Shen on the podcast. Yes, also. either. Yes, so just tweet us that and we'll be back with a new episode shortly. Bye, friends. Bye, guys. So who's going